This is Jay, aka your boy Character Soul Black on Twitter. I just want to say happy 100 to gamer friends. Happy to have been a part of the show. Happy to have watched this journey. Incredibly proud of what Jordan and Cedric have created, and I hope to see it continue to grow, continue to be a space for Black nerds to, you know, talk about Black nerd things. I hope to be on again in the future. And uh, here's to 100 more episodes, 100 years. Let's just, let's just see that go. 10 seasons in a movie, guys. Congratulations. Hello, gamer friends. This is Leslie, one half of the podcast Fangs for the Memories. And I just want to say congratulations on 100 episodes. That's really super incredible. Normally, I'd make like a joke or something here, but I'm just feeling very tender right now. So I just want to say I appreciate you guys and all that you do. The show is fantastic. And keep on keeping on. If you ask me to say three of my favorite things about Cedric and Nick out loud... It would be that they're right about the MCU stuff. They care about their friends and they listen to me when I rant about Spider-Man. I can't really believe that it's been a hundred episodes already. You were both friends before I was Jen again on Twitter and before I was just Jen out in the world. I love you dorks. Hey Nick and Cedric, this is Enya. Congrats on 100 episodes, that's amazing. Love you guys. What's up? This is MC Paperstacks from Player 2 has entered the podcast. And this is Full Metal Merc from Player 2 has entered the podcast. And we are friends of your game of friends. Happy 100, guys. Here's to 100 more. Not me crying in the studio. <laughs> That was so cute. It was. Thank you to our distinguished guests. We love you. Thank for you. Making last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 100! Yay! Wow. 100 episodes. This is the 100th one. This is the 100th. 100th. Mm-hmm. One, not 101, the 100th one. I'm glad we still haven't perfected this. You know, it takes a long time, and clearly it wasn't going to, it's not in 100 episodes. Maybe in the three by 200, we'll get it together. Malcolm Gladwell is full of shit. <sighs> where? Where? <laughs> Anyway, uh, this has been quite a ride, quite a journey. This is really your idea. And uh, we're going to be talking about some more things that are your idea today. But I also want to give props to you, kudos to you. Uh, I may talk the most on this show, but you do the most (laughs) for the show. And so we need to give you your flowers. You're doing all the music and the editing and the production and the mixing. Like, I just sit here and talk. No, you make the outlines. You're a great video game expert that I am not. (laughs) You said you were struggling for a second thing. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I was going to say that uh, you know, as a podcast professional, because mm-hmm. I, I unfortunately make money doing this. You do. As well, it has been uh, quite nice to see you grow as a producer. 
wow. And as a podcast maker, mm. yeah. And I like you do the thing. Trust me, I've worked with less competent people. A lot of stuff rubs off. I feel like I listen to things differently and more critically because of working on the show in as little as I work on it. This is he's a liar. Hmm. But I'm glad that I've, as an audio engineer, ruined your uh Sensibilities. That's true. That's absolutely true. I am ruined for life. I'm so sorry. Here we are. It's 100. And we took another month off. We we have to, you know, we got to get into it. Uh, It was my fault. Hmm. Depression. (laughs) (laughs) I was cresting the hill. And I think you were like, yeah, I'm cresting the hill. But it was like on a walkie-talkie and you were a few miles behind. Yeah, yeah. You were still down the valley. And I didn't, and it was like not realizing it. Mm. I think the first battle was like, okay, I left my job. And then round two was, oh, I've defined myself by my job and now I don't have a job. So now I'm sad. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the good news is we are not able to talk about anything. No. None. I don't know anything. It's so fun keeping secrets from your podcast partner. But when partner. when <laughs> it is it is announced, mm-hmm. when it's announced, you'll be the, you'll perhaps be the, you'll on be a the, date in the near future. I'll be the first to know. You'll be the second to know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it and uh, give you even more flowers for the evolution. This is so vague. It is. It is. I'll just say that I'm working again, which did not cure anything mm. except the negative balance of my bank account. <laughs> We're still working on the other shit in therapy. Fair enough. Life is hard. Hmm. All right. So we got the we got the annoying the we got the bad stuff out of the way. Okay. We have an announcement, an exciting announcement, a big announcement, a big announcement, a change. In what? The show. Yes. Like, the whole show. The whole thing. Uh, a few episodes ago, like two episodes ago, three, I don't even know. So, three it, months ago, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, tried to do a little bit of a different format, like, spend some more time on fewer things. Mm-hmm. And I liked that adventure, but we didn't really get a lot of solid feedback about it being better or worse or what have you. Mm-hmm. So we kept thinking about it. And then you came up with a great idea after we heard some news from our friends at Player Two has entered the podcast. Yes. So if you haven't heard, uh, Full Metal Mark is taking a break. He's taking a step back from Player Two has entered the podcast, which was sad to hear. It was sad. We love Full Metal Mark. He will always be a gamer friend. Yes. Shout out to Full Metal Mark. Mm-hmm. Open invitation. Open invitation. Way. You're always welcome. Always. So after that happened, we had a conversation with MC Paperstacks about what his plans were with the podcast. And we went back and forth a little bit. And we have been thinking about how we want gamer friends to expand, given that I have a little bit more free time. <laughs> And brain space. (laughs) And, you know, we've we've had a lot of projects and ideas just floating around. But we were like, all right, we should actually maybe put 
you know, vocals to microphone to audio interface to DAW. On these things, we can get them moving. So, we're restructuring some things. The Game of Friends podcast is now going to be the Game of Friends network. Wow. Yay. Yay. And Player Two is into the podcast is going to be a part of said network. Yay. Yay. And with that, we're going to be restructuring things around here. So, for Game of Friends, we're going to do some deeper dives. We're going to hone in on specific topics, specific games, with specific people. You might have heard of them in some montage that might have been played hmm. about five minutes ago or so. A I don't know. A teensy bit earlier. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We're going to shorten the blogging on and these past few weeks of Nerddom into a check-in at the beginning of the show. Something smaller. And then, you know, dive in and have some, like, deeper conversations. This is really born out of a few things. First of all, MC Paper Sex does a great job on Player Two as under the podcast of covering news yes. and the goings on of the industry, and frankly, has a wider reach than we do, yes. just because he cares about more things than we care about. And I think that that's always been both a blessing and a curse for us because we're not covering really the entire gaming world, which frankly, who could? There's just so many so many things, so many games, so many different things. But like, rather than being variety gamers, much in the way that MC Paper Sex is, Mm -hmm. I have played like three games in the past few months because Destiny has become my second job again. Because it's so fucking good right now. It's so good. I've only played one game. I've come to terms that Apex Legends is just my game Mm -hmm. and specifically my depression game. That is (laughs) untrue. Uh, You've played several games, in Uh, fact. What games? You played... Uh, Dead by Daylight recently. Oh, oh yeah. You yeah. played Forza recently. Yes. You played, uh, what was that zoo game recently? Prehistoric Kingdom? I think you played, uh, there was something on Xbox that you played recently. <laughs> what was it? I forget what it was. I don't know either. I just don't think, I just don't that, think Yeah, it's not, it's not like singularly Apex, but it's mm-hmm. mo- like, that's really the only thing I can talk about. Like, I, if you want to get on the nitty gritty about Vantage, unfortunately, I could probably spend 45 minutes talking about it. But that's the thing. We would love to spend 45 minutes talking about Vantage and some of the deeper meta stuff in Apex. I would love to have more conversations about Destiny. I would like to talk more about Jeff Keeley specifically, or <laughs> there's something funny about Jeff Keeley that I, I can only talk about after we finish the episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> anyway, the point is, we have some deeper dives to do. We would also like to talk a little bit more about some nerd stuff that isn't necessarily gaming specific. And we have friends that would love to do those things with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there hasn't really been that specific opportunity just because of how we format the show. So yeah. this is going to give us more freedom, more flexibility, 
a return to some of the narrative-focused stuff that we were trying to do earlier. So all this is really good news, I think. You're going to get your news and your information and your, like, regular check-in stuff from MC Paper Sacks, Player 2 has entered the podcast. Gamer Friends is really going to be more of a chit-chat type situation about specific topics rather than trying to cover the large breadth of everything that happened in the past two weeks. We're still going to alternate. And so you should have a new episode every week of one of the two shows. Both shows for right now are keeping their feeds. They're keeping their Patreons. So if you have not subscribed to Player 2 as into the podcast, you should do that. On the platform that you're listening to right now, mm. and our cross-promotion is going to be, I guess, a little bit more official. Mm. We're, we actually have to say the sentence <laughs> <laughs> out loud, <laughs> which we will do at the end of the episode. We would love to do that. Yeah. And then we're also going to be guesting on the show. So, you know, we'll hop on them there as the player two for that particular episode to go through the news and things like that. Yeah. And of course, MC Paperstacks will probably make an appearance over here. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, so, you know, you're not going to get less not gonna get of less. us. If anything, you're probably going to get more. And more. we might be doing, doing some more engaging more things. More. Yeah, yeah. Some some more more. I thought we weren't talking about that. We're not going to talk about the specific. A lot of vagaries. A lot of vagaries. Things are percolating. Things are percolating. We owe our patrons stuff. Things have been recorded for that. Oh my goodness, things have been recorded for that. <laughs> my voice, if you hear it, could be strained. I think it's a little strained, and it's because I was screaming so loud. Screaming so loud. So how I, frequent you had to warn me about the fact that our windows were open. Yeah, I had to be like, all right, because you you were like doing like Homer Simpson, <laughs> like full body. Yelping and screaming, and I was like, "Dude, it- well, guess what? Phasmophobia and Dead by Daylight are fucking scary. They are scary. So they are scary. I don't know what to tell you about that. I don't know what to say either. Sorry. Uh, so we'll have a little treat for the patrons very soon. Of course, She Hulk listening along for the last episode will mm. be up there as well. Mm. Mm. Um, and we have a couple other ways we we're gonna make shit up. I hope there's more yeah. twerking. More twerking? Mm-hmm. Not from me. <laughs> that wasn't a good one. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> nah, it wasn't a good one no, either. Nah, I'm okay. gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. Uh, so for today's episode, to celebrate our 100th episode, that's right. We're gonna do a clip show. I never understood why anyone did this before, and now I do understand. It's just <laughs> pride. It's pride and well, and lethargy. It's Pride and lethargy. It's like we need. We should reminisce. It's been a hundred fucking episodes. It's full episodes. I should say. It doesn't include the spoiler cast or the bonuses. A hundred full ass episodes. Just some replays, Mm -hmm. but that that you know that counts. That does count. That counts for me. It's exactly. It's a new thing I had to upload. Mm -hmm. So, well, you have some questions. I do have some questions. We're gonna ask each other some questions. Okay, and we're gonna play some clips. We're gonna react to the clips. It's going to be in there. The audience can listen. It's going to last. It's going to be a whole warm and fun. This wow. is going to be great. This is going to be great. First question. What has been your favorite episode of Gamer Friends? Um, my favorite episode is 2K Save My Life. Can you remind the audience what that episode is? Sure. 2K Save My Life is a narrative episode 
that I worked on, Mm -hmm. which is the story of my little brother and my mentee playing a video game, not even together, but impacting one another Mm -hmm. in such a way that it uh, led into real-world change. Calvin, is this the first time that you uh, have been, like, on the phone with Akeem? It's the first time I've been on the phone with Akeem, yeah. But you've met? Yeah, we've met before. They've actually met on a few occasions, most recently being last Christmas, which is when we found out about this whole situation. I think, I think I've mentioned it before, but I don't know if I kind of made it a big deal. I think the first time you were like, yeah... Somebody downloaded 2K. Like, who is this? I know it's not Jordan. (laughs) I remember that. And I guess, yeah, maybe after like a year or two seeing you the second time, I guess that's when you really fell in love with the game. Calvin might not think this is a big deal, but I really do. I knew that downloading and playing 2K had an impact on him, but what he was about to tell us completely blew my mind. Because of 2K, it's kind of crazy how I went from um, someone who didn't care about my health to someone who's constantly pursuing and uh, trying to get better in that aspect of my life. I was very, very proud of you when you put this one together. Oh, Because you did it. Like, I was, like, peeking in and helping with the technical stuff and being like, oh, I don't know. Don't record yourself so hot. Or this is how you... Because we didn't have, like, a fancy way to record... People remotely at either because this was way, way before the pandemic, <laughs> the before times. So, like teaching you how to, you know, do a phone recording, and you did a great job. Oh, well, thank you did a great you. job. I just want to play the ending of that one because it it did make me tear up a little bit when you when you did all the you did all your little you writing and the, the, it was cute. I liked it. That's definitely not going to be true for everyone, least of all me. My power fantasy absolutely includes going to space and shooting aliens with huge guns. But that really speaks to the power of this medium. It's games that allow us to do all of these different things, that allow us to escape and be completely different people, or allow them to impact our lives in a very real way. I was so happy to hear my brother tell this story. I spend so much time worrying about the role that I'm playing on my little brothers and sisters, and I never thought a video game could be a big part of who they are today. You sounded like a podcast host. Host like a podcast. Oh, my God. Look, I'll just say this. I think it is not easy to go from, you know, us two just sitting in a room five feet apart. (laughs) Recording, you know, just us talking and then doing something like that. So I was very, it was very nice to see. So congrats. Well, I appreciate that. It was, it was good to do. I have, I've had another one done for a while, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not, well, I should say recorded, mm-hmm. but not, not edited or produced. Mm-hmm. So who knows what all this new format is going to be. We'll see if I can get that done. <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite episode this one so was, far? Ugh, this was hard. This was very hard. But mm-hmm. I think the Bones of Feet episode number seven, super early. I re- I was Throwback. like, yeah. 
it has a special place in my heart. So that was the one where we, it was another narrative one where we talked about uh, how the gaming clan that basically spawned this podcast and I guess my newfound love of gaming. Uh, Bones of Feet. <laughs> <laughs> I made a face out of that. <laughs> was created through Destiny. So we went through the whole thing of like, why? Because like, I came into Destiny 2 like with the, like knowing everyone and like being exposed to online gaming where like matchmaking was not like super difficult mm-hmm. or like mostly built into the games that I was playing. And that was not the case when y'all started playing together on Destiny. No. So much has changed now because it's, it is the case now. Yeah. So it was like, it was interesting to, you know, at that time I pretty much knew the crew at that point, but it was like very nice to be able to take a step back and hear how the gang got all together um, and, and all of your antics. Mm. This, this is going to be, this is going to be a fun one. I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'll just say that. Let's see. What kind of dynamic do you think that you uh, bring to the group? So I think we're all very, very unique people. Like, there's not much overlap in our group. I feel like, but um, I think it depends on what activity we're doing. Like when we're when we're raiding, I am known to be overly sensitive when they pick on me. <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm sure have you you've experienced this before. But it started in the the King's Fall. When there's the jumping puzzle, and if you're the last person to get up, you're a penis pump. Yes. And I've been sabotaged. I've been sabotaged on that jumping puzzle before. No audio illusions here. You heard that right. I cannot believe I have to get into this, but who started that joke? Penis pump started before I did. And I think what makes me the most angry, I think it was it was Dump Truck and Tim that started it, which is like, it's right up their alley. <laughs> what made me the most angry it's because they refuse to admit that they started it. Um, so, uh, this, this penis pump issue. <laughs> <sighs> so in the King's Fall raid, there was this wall. Commonly known as the, the wall of dicks or... Um, you know, penis wall because it looks like there's a bunch of dicks thrusting out of the wall. We'll link to it in the show notes. Um, to push you off the edge, force you to start over from the beginning. There's a race we have this is to see who the last person was to like each door before uh, before we would start the next encounter. And like this definitely seems like a Tim thing to have started. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> Tim yelled out last one there is a penis pump and everyone like just started losing it we're like oh no i don't want to be a freaking penis pump and they'll be like no it's 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 a bungee thing i didn't make these rules oh you didn't no that was bungee they actually they put that in a this week at bungee post wait really (laughs) Uh, only if nick asks yes Mm, or jesus okay okay That was that was a lot. And I think it comes full circle because the new raid that you're doing now is the same one, right? King's Fall has returned. King's Fall has returned. To Destiny 2. That's why I've been playing like nothing but Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so nostalgic. It's like 
getting hit in the face with nostalgia. A lot of the old crew doesn't really play Destiny anymore. Uh, Only about half of us still regularly log in. But the call has been sent out that King's Fall is back, hoping that we can get an original Bones of Feet raid done. Regardless, the new members of Bones of Feet have traversed the dick wall. And Hendo, unfortunately, has been the penis pump. I was going to ask who is the new penis pump, so it's Hendo. It's Damn. Hendo. That's rough. Three shout times out, to, out of three. Shout out to Hendo. Mm. 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 Well, you know, I, I, I was hearing you making that joke again <laughs> to the new crew, and I was like, oh, look at this tradition, as obscene as it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack almost, almost. Became the penis pump. Almost. He that's, was, that's the hidden history. He was right fifth. Now? Well, in, in in his run, he, Got you know, it. we ran it together. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Next question. What has been the most enlightening interview that we've done? I would say my favorite was the Game Devs of Color Expo. Speaking to so many different game devs in one day who were not working on AAA projects, who for most of them, it was a passion project of theirs, actually getting to play the game and then discuss the game with them in real time. That was just an awesome day. It was. That was also a fun one for me because I was like, oh, okay, like I make a podcast. Like I felt like you know, I'm like, oh, here I am with my backpack filled with audio things and tested everything beforehand and was like walking around trying to like hold everything together. <laughs> it was very funny. Oh, and we met some really cool people and got to play a lot of cool games. Uh, special shout out. Well, it's really all of them. But mm-hmm. I remember you mentioning from Sanity. I would also say, though, one thing we're trying to do is really break down some barriers, too, right? I mean, it's a fact that only 3% of developers in the world are black. Yeah. And that's just a very low representation for for a game. That's bad. Yeah. That's I didn't realize bad. it was that low. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very low. Um, so we want to break barriers and go there. And we also want to show that this was us coming from some big AAA company. This is just us, you know, wanting to just focus ourselves on gaming, uh, really just self-taught, just much a lot of... You know, working really hard and showing that, you know, people, no matter where you come from, can get into this. And I think just like any entertainment industry, whether it's movies, music, I think when you make it more diverse, that's where the industry goes for. Get different kinds and of I think gaming hasn't hit its level yet where really people of color haven't broke into it. And when that happens, you're going to see it take a new jump, just like how music took a new jump, sports took a new jump. So we're trying to, you know, kind of be thought leaders in that and see if we can be the ones that can really start pushing more people of color knowing like, hey, I come out of college and I can make games. And then you bring those game ideas in and that's when we're really gonna see things like take another jump there. So I'm saying is we love the project, but we guarantee you guys like our ideas that we already have in play, we're actually gonna, a lot of that's gonna come out of those ideas. Yeah, to be honest absolutely. with you, a lot of the, the diversity ideas and stuff. So. Shout out to Ahmed and Khalil over at Decoy Games. Always a good time. So Sanity uh, successfully launched, Yes, was it two years ago at this point? Uh, what is time? What is time? Wait, wasn't it pre-pandemic? It might have been three. I think it was pre-pandemic. Oof. We are old. Uh, it took us a long time to get to 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, bi-weekly, yeah. Maybe <laughs> <that's> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I... 
was just really inspired by their commitment to diversifying the field. When we went to the Game Devs of Color Expo, it was the second year, the third year, maybe. Yeah. And now it's huge. And Mm -hmm. AAA developers have, you know, parachuted in and do recruitment booths. Uh, Bungie did a whole post about what they were doing for Game Devs of Color Expo uh, this year. It's being spearheaded by the Black at Bungie crew. You know, I, I just, I think that being there on the ground floor, whenever we do go back, it's going to feel really different. And so I'm glad we had that experience and we were able to have those kind of conversations. Agreed. No, it was a really good time. It was very like eye-opening, especially at the beginning of the show. I didn't understand really what developers did. Like, I feel like, you know, it was like, even for... A little bit while after we made the thing, it was like, all right, so I guess people just copy and paste code and make art move all day. Like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. So it was like really cool to watch people, especially on an indie level, like break down those concepts and say, okay, this is like the day to day and this is what this means and this is how you do this thing. So it was a lot of fun. That and Mythic Quest. That's still a great show. Are they coming back for another season? I hope so. I hope so. Why wouldn't they? Excellent. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. And to you, what is the most enlightening interview that we have done on Gamer Friends? I am going to say when we had Obfusk, the multi-talented, prolific composer behind Neocab, and talk about the music that he wrote for the game. That music carried the game. It did. It was great. It was, it was a vibe. And you didn't leave the vibe. No. It was, it was a vibe the whole time. The whole time. It really was great. It was very nice to like hear for the first time for me, really, a composer who works in games specifically. Yeah. So I'm a composer and I work, you know, in music and in podcasts, but I'm just like, I don't know how, what do y'all do? I'm not surprised you know? that this was your most enlightening interview. You were geeked before, during, and after. Well, because I really was, I was really interested in the game. And then I don't even remember how I saw the tweet from him saying, like, hey, does anyone want to listen to me talk about this? I honestly don't remember. Twitter just be like that sometimes, I guess. And I was like, me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear it. Uh, But it was really great. He had some really enlightening... Really? I Yeah, that's embarrassing. Has some really insightful things to say, and it's always really fun for me, you know, to hear about a musician, a composer, uh, talk about the work that they're doing and how it relates to the larger project. In fact, I have a perfect clip for it because he basically just, like, gave me the thesis. Like, right at the end, it was perfect. That's what we should all strive for, is, like, to not get lost in this, like, corporate robotic of just hitting metrics and like, you know, constantly being you know judged against, you know, analytics and a fucking algorithm, you know, again, just the guy who made the music for the game. But like, I really do feel like those themes resonate with me on such a level. And also it just, you know, working on this just like made it that much more whenever I did use a rideshare service, mm. I would always think like, check in on the emotional well being of the person driving me because like, that's a heavy job. And not only are you on the road, like a ton, but then also like, you are like in my experience of like riding with Uber or Lyft or anything like that. When I get into conversations with people, like you can tell they're kind of feeling you out, like trying to get a sense, like the, you know, the, the better drivers are, are trying to feel you out to see what your emotional state is. So then they know how far they can talk and like, you know, or, or go with their conversations. 
And therefore, like, I kind of felt like it's also my duty to like meet them halfway and then kind of connect. And then that way, maybe I'm like that one ride, like, you know, kind of coming back to Neocab, like maybe I'm that (laughs) one ride who like, you know, makes you as a driver feel that much more comfortable and that much more in your own skin. And like, you know, like you are a human driving a human and I care about you and you care about me. And even if we're just passing momentarily on this sphere, like we will both like, you know, we will continue on with our day, but at least we had like a little positive vibe for like, you know, half hour or something. And so I, I kind of feel like, I don't know. I learned something from being this close to something like this, if that makes sense. Yeah. Holy shit. Damn. Fuck. I mean, no, like it's great. The interview got very meta, very quickly. Ah, and you connected fuck. so many dots. <laughs> That I was saying like, I was like capitalism <laughs> is bad. Is that what you're saying? Too good. Too good trust. Should I replay Neocab? I played it through two times. I've played it through maybe two or three times. I I actually would like to play that one again. I think it stands up. I think it would stand up. I mean, especially like, like listening to that clip again, I'm like, the algorithm. You know, if anything, like all the NFT stuff, society has gotten worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> we more have people, gotten much worse. More people need to play NeoCab, <laughs> listen to this music, and be inspired to, like, I don't know, be more human. <sighs> one game at a time, one narrative game at a time. All right. Next question Biggest gaming surprise that you've had while working on the show? Um, hands down, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I would have never predicted in a million fucking years. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna interrupt you. This, mm-hmm. this is what this is how when we first talk about Animal Crossing, this is what you had to say. Animal Crossing, New Horizons. We got a whole new structure. We are coming to the island. An island. You get to name the island. What are you gonna name your island? What? Oh, you're not gonna play this game, right? Yeah, no. So I have to name my island. Um, and it's deserted. Like, for real, for real. So you go there, there's like two other... Foul. Foul. Oh, my God. Well, uh, turns out. <laughs> oh, here, we'll, we'll just play the next one. I want to host a pool party once we get our beach done. <laughs> Which has been put on the extreme back burner because I've been playing other things. Yeah. Um, but I uh I I left quite a few works in progress, the beach being one of them. And I definitely wanna uh have everyone over swimming. I saw a very cute synchronized swimming routine on the Reddit the other day. The the, the gamers just don't stop. No. That is, they don't. of course, someone decided to do synchronized swimming in Animal Crossing. Because why wouldn't why not? they? <laughs> why not? Exactly. Oh, my God. I've got a lot to do in Animal Crossing. I really should dip my toe back in. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that. Shout out to Gamer Friend Bray for joining us for that was conversation. Was Chub Pikachu episode? That was the Chub Pikachu episode. I almost said that was my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a good one. Shout out to Bray. We love Bray. Uh, so yeah, you went from "ew, I'm not playing this game" to, and I quote, "I have many things to do in Animal <laughs> Crossing. Many things to do." He took over the island, basically. I upset you. We 
with how much I took over the island. Okay, so here's the thing. You approached it like you approached City Skylines or The Sims or any of your Excel spreadsheet games come to life. And the, remember that it was like the dumb thing that they did where like the second person was like second banana. The fact that and we had to share could, an island at all. A, yes. But like you couldn't do things, you couldn't like terraform or like change names. It was like a whole bunch of things that you just couldn't do without me doing it. And I was like, but I'm just trying to chill. Okay. <laughs> like I'm I'm trying to do this slowly. And you said, we have to make plans. We have to write it out. Let's draw. You pulled up a map. You're like, let's draw out where we want to put things. And I was like, damn, nigga. <laughs> be playing the game like this. So, you yeah, know, we had, we, I did, like, I did, I like legitimately upset. And it's extra funny because I think it's like one of the only times, one of the very few times I've been like actually like really upset with you, like personally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was so, I was like, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic or like it was just, just starting. And I was like, we're arguing about a fucking kids game. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Arguing? Not arguing. It wasn't. It wasn't like a full blown argument. Like no, like the relate. You know, no one was like, you know, kicking people out of the apartment or anything like that. But um, you weren't happy about it. It was. It was. It was a little contentious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny we can laugh about it now. Well, yeah. I, everything else, I kind of you know, haven't been too, super surprised. Fair. Very fair. That was. A surprising development. That one was shocking. That one was a little shocking. Because you just, no. <laughs> it's the pause, really. I left, that's, that is how the pause was. Live. No edits. What? <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Um, what about you? <sighs> I know I just, and I did this on purpose, made fun of you for your Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. games that come mm-hmm. to life. Uh, because my biggest gaming surprise is that I liked, or I like, currently like, Excel spreadsheet games come to life. I am into the park simulators. Uh, We both played Jurassic World Evolution. Yes, we did. You started playing it first, because I don't like those types of games. I'm not a... Rollercoaster Tycoon, or that zoo one, or honestly, The Sims. I don't like building shit. I don't like managing things. Uh, and quite frankly, when I make, you know, make cities, like in city skylines and shit, it looks ugly as fuck. So I don't do that. Um, but. But. You were captivated. Quite. It will probably be in my game's of the year list in t- uh, for 2020. Wow. It'll probably be in my... The irony is strong. With this one, it um, really is. I think you would actually really like Cult of the Lamb, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about it in depth in a future episode, but imagine yeah. Animal Crossing meets Zoo Tycoon. So it's like a... Okay. It's cult sim? <laughs> yeah. it is. I mean, it's a cult sim with combat. It's like three different games rolled into one. Okay, okay. But yeah, no, I mean, I uh, I, I haven't gone into a G-hole in a long time. Calling it a gamer hole. Mm-hmm. Similar to a K-hole, a ketamine hole, except, you know, you're playing 
the game. And I looked, who was it? I think it was Planet Zoo. And I'm like playing it one night while I still had a full-time job. I look over the clock. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh. I was proud. no. What did I do here? That was a gamer moment. <laughs> oh. I love it. I'm I am I'm playing prehistoric kingdom. I need to get back into it. Uh I can't wait to make my little dinosaur park. My little dinosaurs. It's gonna be adorable. They, they've since updated it a lot because it was in beta and they've added a lot of shit now. When, when are they gonna release? I think it's like coming out if it hasn't come out fully yet soon. Hmm. I'm it's like crazy. I'm, I'm like watching videos of like people talking, like, here are the differences between Jurassic World evolution and Prehistoric Kingdom, and I'm sitting here like, it's like the difference between, like a baker, I think, being like, this is the difference between semi-sweet chocolate and dark chocolate. Those are pretty different. They are very different. I'm just, it's just like quite the obscure, yet very specific minutiae of park sim games that I just never, ever thought I would be either playing or enjoying now content of other people making for these games. It's a lot. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <sighs> Straight into the G-hole. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> All right, last question. How would you say you have grown since we have started Game of Friends? I think it's one thing to consume a lot of games. It's another thing to really be thinking about the industry mm-hmm. and the trajectory of video game studios and how their work builds upon each other. I think mm-hmm. the biggest difference between now and when we started the show was that when we started the show, I was just a hobbyist. Like I just enjoyed playing games and I had a lot of opinions about games that I played, but I wasn't super knowledgeable about what was going on behind the scenes. And I feel like in order to do what I felt like we needed to do in terms of covering things and talking about them in an informed way, I had to learn quite a bit more and learned a lot about the labor situation inside of studios and the differences between AAA development and indie development and why it's important and why certain games are feature-rich and what the Mm. difference between a feature-rich game and a deep immersive experience maybe like all of those are conversations that I probably could have had on the surface but didn't really think too much about mm-hmm. and now I feel like I think about <laughs> that a lot of the time and I think about games as systems and uh in some ways it's better that way but in some mm. ways I wish I could just turn it off sometimes uh <laughs> so that I could just enjoy something yeah but I think that overall, it's it's a net positive. And, and uh, even if we aren't going to be, you know, discussing the minutiae of the industry moving forward, I do think that it, it gives me a different way of thinking about this hobby and the world in which it exists and influences and is influenced by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited to see myself continue to grow in that way. Yeah. I was just going to say something similar, especially just thinking about the labor that goes into making games. I think beforehand, 
And I would say similarly, like how I thought about like, you know, sound for movies or like music. Never, you would just have like the finished product. Here's like the thing. Here's the album. Here's the film that you, you know, sit down in the theater in the before times to watch and never really thought about like the, for AAA stuff, the hundreds, maybe even a thousand plus people whose work goes into this thing. And then also just like, how does that function under capitalism? (laughs) Oh, like, you know, a lot of like bad, awful practices within, you know, the gaming industry and then paralleling it with like what I've seen in podcasting and media, just, you know, media in general, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's a worker. You know, media work isn't inherently different than work in other sectors. Um, so it's been interesting, or it's been good to like kind of grow in that way and to see video games as well through that lens. Um, and then I would just say, just like being able to talk about them in a way that's a little bit just more informed. Just having mm-hmm. like, and like I'm, I would still not consider myself an expert in any of this shit, but you know, I have like a much better understanding of you know how the pie gets made, which is cool because like. You know, I can like look at something or hear something in a game and be like, oh, okay, like this, blah, blah, that's how they, da, 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 that's cool. You know, and just have like a, it's just like nice to have a better understanding of the things that are going on around you and the things that you interact with the most. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. I think it's also refined both of our tastes in terms of what we like. It doesn't take me very long anymore <laughs> to figure out, <laughs> no, this isn't this something isn't that me. I want to yep. spend my time on. <laughs> Not because it's bad. It's just it's not, not for me. For, yep, yep. It's just not for me. And being able to to set those boundaries has been has been very helpful. Mm. Um, finally, to bring it full circle, we met some really amazing people, mm-hmm. and I would say got closer to people that were already in our orbit, but like we didn't interact too much. We just knew of them or they knew of us or whatever in many situations like online. Mm -hmm. Uh, And to have a space to bring them into to talk about the things that they're really interested and passionate about has felt really good. And it's just cool that we get to live the name of the show and like Mm -hmm. make gamer friends to talk about all these cool, fun things. That's just been... It's been a good experience. It's been very good. I did get a little like while I was pulling the clips. I was like, oh wow, I kind of like forgot about this. Or like, you know, I haven't thought about this thing in a while. And I was like, oh yeah, we kind of do like, you know, and it's been cool. It's been good. It's been like, I mean, for me, it was like this was really the first thing as far in podcasting where I was producing something. Before this, uh, it was just like engineering and well, you know just quote-unquote engineering and sound designing and composing and not really having a hand in sitting down with the microphone and drafting episodes and things like that. So it's been a journey also to like do this in parallel with like my professional career in podcasting, which is a sentence that no one, I don't think, could have said 20 years ago. So that's odd. But it's been good. It's been fun. Well... We are so excited about where we've been and more excited about where we're going. 
expanding the network, refining gamer friends, adding in player two. These are all wonderful things. All of these things are percolating and living in our Discord, even while we were not recording episodes and kind of taking a break. <laughs> you know, we're in the Discord, we're hanging out, and all the people that have kind of joined us along the way in this journey are hanging out there with us. So again, encouraging you to join. If you have joined and haven't said anything, so I know there are some, we have some lurkers, there are some people we that are there, lurkers. but haven't really participated. I would encourage you to participate. There's a few people that are relatively new and, you know, they participated and now they're participating more. And I love to see that. We love to see that. We love to see it. Um, Also, Cedric, you know, now has his PC gaming situation all set up. That's right. So I'm going to try to do some more of that kind of stuff. I would love to maybe get a... Dead by Daylight group going for like once a month or something. I don't wow. Know. That's a surprise for me considering how much screaming. I, I was screaming a lot, but yeah. it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> and frankly, obsessing over it and watching a bunch of YouTube videos about it is going to help demystify it for me because mm-hmm. definitely part of it is just literally when they get close to you, there's a heartbeat bumping in your ear. Like, there is. It was awful. I. It was so funny. I was playing that the other day with uh, Enya. I only play Apex. Okay, yeah, fine, whatever. I was playing. I think it was Enya, Tim, and Ryan, and I had the bright idea. Oh, I wasn't. That's what it was. I wasn't intending on playing Dead by Daylight. I was intending to just play Apex, but I got rubbed into Dead by Daylight. Unfortunately, I had an edible about an hour before mm. Dead by Daylight started, mm. and when I was like, y'all. <laughs> Mm, this is too much. <laughs> I, I, I gotta. This was fun, but them heartbeats. I was like, is that my heartbeat? I, what the fuck? And then there's, <laughs> there's like quick time events things that are signaled by a horrifying music cue. So yeah. every time it mm-hmm. happened, I failed because I jumped up and like started looking around because I figured that I was about <laughs> to be murdered. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh my god! It's what you could do with such a simple concept. You anyway, know, tag essentially. We're, we're 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 trying to rap, and now we're, 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 we're talking about games <laughs> on the gaming podcast. Old habits. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate all of you. We especially appreciate our patrons, and we will, as Cedric said, have some new content for you coming very shortly. And to everyone else, thank you for joining us on this journey. Yeah. We really appreciate you. We do. Well. I think that was a show. I think that was a show. We'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. And we'll see you on Player 2 is Into the Podcast in a few days. There we go. Beautiful. Deuces. Bye.